Hey, it's Jake Thompson here, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to not let the start stop you from getting after it. My name's Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and this is the Compete Everyday Podcast, a show designed to help driven people build a winning mindset so they can build their winning life. Welcome to the show. Welcome back, Competitor Nation. If you're listening on the podcast, I hope you're following along Spotify and subscribed on iTunes, and I'm so glad you're back for this episode. Because I know the start is what stops a lot of us. We start out, we're standing at the starting line. We we just don't want to go. We're worried about, am I going to take the wrong step? Is this the right direction? We get in our own heads and talk ourselves out of it. And what we do is nothing. Literally, we procrastinate. We make excuses. We talk ourselves out of it. And we go from getting ready to launch and get after day one. Today, let's go. I'm jacked to waiting and waiting and waiting, and in all that time, we keep telling ourselves, I'm gonna get after it, I'm gonna start again, I'm gonna go after that goal, but I don't. Maybe you know that feeling. It could be something as simple as preparing for an upcoming sales presentation, it could be as simple as going into the gym, it could be just going on a run, starting a new habit, trying to build your self-talk, you name it, like there's a list of things that we tell ourselves we're going to do one day, but we never do. The start stops us. It's not getting after it. It's not hitting an obstacle. It's not going and failing and having to get back up again. It's literally the start prevents us from going anywhere. Do you know the scariest part of running a race of a competition? It's not the practice. It's not the training days getting up to go run and put in the miles as you build your endurance. It's not the mornings in the gym getting on the rower and working by yourself or lifting weights. It's not even during the middle of the race or the competition when you're running, when you're lifting, when you're moving. It's not at the end when you cross the finish line. It's at the start. It's at the very beginning. That's when in a race, you're sitting at the stalls, you're at the starting line, you've got all this nervous energy in your stomach, your your head's racing, your thoughts are running like, man, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Am I, am I ready to go? Like, do I, do I got to go to the bathroom? Am I going to poop myself on the course? Like, what's going to happen? It's the start that's the scary part because in it, we allow our mind to start running, to start imagining all these things we might come across, to, to question whether we're actually prepared for this moment, to worry about what somebody else may or may not think about us. But once we start moving, once we start running, once we start competing, well, those thoughts start to change. They start to get quiet and we become focused on the task at hand. It's the start that stops most of us. So how can we get into a better routine to be better about starting and not stopping ourselves so often? One of the first things we can do with the start is to break it down and prepare for it. A lot of times starting after a goal, starting on a new project, it's it's a little overwhelming. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of different directions we can go. There's a lot of steps entailed between the starting line and the finish line. And because there's a lot of steps, we get overwhelmed. We see so much work to do and we decide not to do anything. One of the easiest ways to just get going is to identify what's the next step I could take. What's one step I could take? Just picking out the first one helps us identify the shortest, easiest goal. 
If your struggle is to get up and go work out in the morning, then your easiest first step is to set your alarm the night before and put it across the room so you're forced to get out of bed first thing in the morning. Second thing it would be to do is put your running shoes and workout clothes right where your alarm is. So by that point, you've forced yourself to get out of bed to turn off that alarm before your dog starts barking at you, your spouse leans over and hits you because the alarm's going off. So you've already set yourself up for success there. And when you get to the alarm, your workout clothes are already there. No excuses. Put them on, out the door, let's go. Setting that first step. What's the one step that's going to help ensure success? The other thing that we can do to really help us with the start is to break down our goals into teeny tiny bite-sized chores. A lot of us have vague goals, we'll say. We say we want to lose weight. We say we want to be a better runner. We say we want to be better at sales. Like we, we tell ourselves this, and it's good to have a general idea, but we've got to be specific. Not, I want to lose weight. I want to be able to fit in those pants that I wore five years ago. Not, I want to be a better runner. I want to be able to run a consistent nine-minute mile. Man, I want to be better at sales. I want to have a really good outbound call and be able to handle the top three rejections that my teammates consistently get flawlessly. We need specific targets. Our, our brain hates vague. It hates vague, and it's going to find any way and every way to avoid vague. When I sit down to work on a project, if, if I were to write like write a book, if I'm working on book two and I just wrote, wrote write a book as my objective for the day, I'm going to avoid doing that objective very often because it's very vague. It's overwhelming. I start thinking about how much work goes into the book and how much I have to do. But instead, I just write down, write one paragraph for chapter three on winning over the future. That's it. One paragraph on one chapter specifically targeted. The beauty of that is it allows me to lock in onto a very short task at a very specific target. Then if I get, finish that paragraph, well, I can keep going at that point, but I'm not obligated to because my target was one short thing. The better we learn to set bite-sized targets, the better we're going to be able to achieve it. One of my coaching clients, we were going through this recently about what are their goals for the month. And so we looked at what their big goals for each area was for the month. What was their personal life and what was their professional life? So we set a big goal for each. Then we said, if we're going to hit that big goal, what do we need to do this week? If we could break it down into four things. So each week had a goal. Well, then we had each week had a goal. So we had four objectives and four action steps that fed into the one month goal. From there, we broke those week goals down into five little bites. Something that if we did every single day would make sure that we hit that target. So instead of setting a vague goal that I need to redo client paperwork, we have a target that today I'm going to redo the client contract focusing on this specific section. And tomorrow I'm going to work on the email template that I use to send new clients. See, the more detailed we become in our steps, the more chances we have for success with them because we're giving ourselves a short little target with which to reach. If you read my book, if you've heard me talk about it on the podcast, the first time I ran a half marathon and got myself into a little bit of trouble running that race, it was the idea of stop focusing on the 11 miles I have left and just play a giant game of tag with the other racers on the course. That's what got me through to the finish line because my brain was going into overdrive. It was telling me everything I sucked at, how I wasn't going to make it, how much work was left, and it was setting me up for success, this little thing inside. But as soon as I gave it a target, as soon as I started playing a game and it was with teeny tiny little bites right in front of me, 
I became more productive. I stopped listening to that critic inside and became focused on the task at hand. See, the reason the start stops most of us is because we've set too vague a goal. We're not looking for just the next step. And then we haven't broken down the course into little bitty steps. If, if you were running a marathon and you're sitting at the starting line and you're freaking out and you've got nerves going and, and you're antsy and you're freaking out about the race and you're wondering if you're going to finish it. If you had had a coach or if you'd train yourself to say, hey, listen, first objective, cross the starting line and get the race started. And as soon as I do that, I've looked at the map course. I know there's a band 200 yards past the starting line. So then my goal, just get past the band. And after that, I know there's a pond that we're going to run around between mile one and mile two. So once I get past the band, my focus becomes just run around that pond. The sooner we're able to break down those goals into visual, detailed, teeny tiny bites, the more effective we're going to be in, the less likely we're going to be stuck standing at the starting line waiting to get going. If you want to be successful this year in your pursuits, you got to throw away the vague goal and you got to write a detailed one. And then once you write that detailed one, just word vomit onto a piece of paper. Every single step you can think of that you need to do to reach it. The number of those in priority. Then, even better, once you have that list, break down that step into two, three, five, ten little bitty steps. Turn on my computer. Open a Word document. Write the first sentence of the book. Write the first paragraph of the book. Focus on the second paragraph. See, the, as detailed, as minutiae as it, as it can seem, it, it helps you keep moving forward because it's giving your brain and focus a target that it can achieve. Something right in front of you that you can reach, that you can do, and that will keep you moving forward, building your momentum, especially when you're not motivated or you want to procrastinate. Average people talk about what they're going to do. They tell you what they'll get to one day and what they wish they could achieve, but ultimately the start is what stops average. Winners, they get started. They make adjustments. It's not always perfect. It's not always flawless. They're going to make mistakes and they're going to have setbacks, but they never get themselves caught standing at the starting line well after the gun's gone off. Break down your goal. Bite-sized bits. Get after it just like Pac-Man. I'm cheering for you, competitor. Go win your day. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To get in touch with the team, drop us an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com. And to find out more about our resources, content, and gear that will help you build that winning mindset so you better compete for your best life, visit competeeveryday.com.